Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Our three-day core challenge is open now for you to join in. Sign up and you'll get direct access to daily core focused classes yes and they're both pilates and yoga Mm -hmm. and they're really short literally less than 10 minutes exactly so if you think you don't have time to work out then you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) you do because these are online on demand you can do them from the comfort of wherever you are whenever you want so come and join us for our three-day core challenge head over to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash core dash challenge and sign up This is episode 281 on the Get Merry podcast, and we are so excited to be coming to your ears today. Yes, we've ho- we hope you've had a great week. Can I talk? No. Yes. <laughs> We're really excited about this episode. We watched Bridgerton along with 82 million other accounts on Netflix, apparently now taking over uh, Money Heist and Lupin and Stranger Things and Witcher as the number one <laughs> most watched most watched show. I guess most watched original Netflix yes. series. I should say. Yeah, I wonder what the most watched. Surely show. it's like Seinfeld or something. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> who knows? Or Friends? <laughs> who knows? Anyway, <laughs> uh, but we did. We loved it. I loved it. I watched it in like a week. Yeah, and I am pretty impressed as well because Emma watched it with Damiano and I, Joel would not join in on the Bridgerton fun. He's very anti-series, but he was especially anti this one. I don't think he liked the fact that it was like, like it was set in like England and I think all the music and all of this. I think what he heard of it, he was like, yeah, I definitely wouldn't like it. But I bet you he would have. He would have if he sat down. <laughs> this is the thing. We often don't give things a chance yeah. because we don't think we'll like it. And then we sit down and we love it. Yes. Uh, so he should definitely watch it. <laughs> he should rewatch it with me. Yeah, I was watching it in secret. He would fall asleep and I'd be like, oh, let me put on Bridgerton. <laughs> That is so funny. You do know you have a laptop you could just sneak into your bedroom. Oh, no. Wait, I, you don't even need to sneak in. Actually, tell him to go into the bedroom and watch the no, show. No, I would wants. watch it like he would literally fall asleep and I would just watch it in bed and he was sleeping. That's so funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> he sleeps so early. Yes. Oh, my God. Whereas me and Damiano, we were like, one episode, oh, let's watch another. And then we watched three in one night one time that is too many and then I was so Mm. tired I went to bed at like 11 p.m and then I got up for Pilates at like five I do believe that two is max is max especially when you start watching it around seven o'clock or 7 30 oh yeah well we watched three yeah it's too many but because this is why series are so successful because they leave little openings, cliffhangers, and you're like, I want to know. And then it's like three seconds until next episode mm-hmm. and you're like, ah, uh, and I'm like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And Damiano, he never turns it <laughs> off because he is a night owl and I am a morning person. And then I'm like, no. But sometimes if it's not a show I truly, truly am obsessed with, like 
he'll watch it and then give me the rundown the next day, which is like, like it's not actually the point. You're meant to watch the show, but it's also kind of fun because he gives me funny rundowns, like play a bit, pause, da 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 da, then play a bit, pause. He's yeah, I do enjoy it. that you are. <laughs> That you he actually gives you the rundown with, like, the skipping through. Oh, and this is when this happens. Yeah, and then he'll be like, oh, you need to watch this. This is important. Or this is funny. Or this is great. It's really quite interesting. <laughs> he could probably, like, make a good YouTube channel of doing it, actually. Because, you know, like, when oh, that's you... That's so true. You know when, like, say you've watched a series and then maybe you and Joel want to watch yeah. number two. And he's like, oh, I don't need to watch it. I'll just just fill me in. Yeah. Like, yeah, Damiano's good at he that. He could do little YouTube clips of, like, I think catching you up on series yeah. one. <laughs> I think about a million people already do it, but it is funny because it would be in a, an Italian, Italian accent. accent. <laughs> Everything's better in an Italian accent. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you're one of the 82 million accounts that have also watched Bridgerton and were joining in on the fun. I mean, the... The reason I actually watched it was because heaps of people that I'm friends with on Facebook were sharing about it. Yeah. And they were saying, like, they were comparing it to Gossip Girl and they were saying yes. that there were so many similarities. And, yeah, like, there isn't is. this just the exact same thing as Gossip Girl? And I was like, well, if that's the case, I'm going to love this show. It pretty much is, but it's set in 1800s yeah. England. And it's it's not, like, it's not completely historically correct at all no. like it's kind of just this make-believe story I it's com- guess. it is completely uh fictional yeah and then uh i guess as well it it talks about uh non-fiction things yes. like it, it talks about marriage and how it was for women especially yeah. i mean that's the core theme really isn't it about women getting married men getting married yeah. and the reasoning why and mm. how there's love marriages and then really there's just like uh business marriages yes and about the dowries and and is this where marriage comes from like that's what i should have googled like where does where was marriage a so thing like marriage first was invented like well from what I understand, marriage was like a contract. Yeah, between, but when between I don't know when it was invented, but like it was literally just for that. Like families would uh, merge families yeah. only if it was beneficial. Yeah, like it so. was always like, "What's my like? What's in it for me?" That's pretty much what it yeah, was. Yeah, what's the dowry? Like, yeah. what the woman goes with her dowry. So if the man, so and then the man looks after the woman and explain that. So the dowry, which I didn't know, the I didn't dowry know is like that. money, the family money that they set aside for Kinda the like woman. A trust fund. Yeah, a trust fund, but like not for her. It's for him, the future husband, and but also, but it's also for him to like spend it on her. Yes, to look after, to look her. after her. And because back in the day, women could not go out and make money. Yeah, like it's beyond crazy. Like to think about this history mm. and to realize it wasn't that long ago. And this is why feminism is so important because, yes. like, all the women who fought for us to have opportunities now. Like, we owe it to them mm-hmm. to keep going with this movement of equality. Uh, and speaking of the the non-fiction and fictional uh, aspects of the show, I guess the main one is the the uh, race yeah. and people of colour. Like, the Queen is black, which yes. is so cool. And the Duke is black. Yeah. And I think this, again, I think this is why it's been 
a really successful show because it's brought in like these modern day, very um, relevant happenings that are so important, like these fights and these um, activists and these, I guess, changes that we're all trying to make. Well, not all of us, but a lot of us are trying to like get behind and like make this happen. Like they have not historically correct correctly that doesn't make sense portrayed the 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 story of how it would have been back then but how it could have been yeah and that's what i really like about it and even in the show um the duke's caretaker of like when he was a baby was like the reason why you're in this um position is because the king fell in love with a black black woman, woman yeah. and now she's the queen yeah and then it shifted everything and it shifted yeah so and i it's guess it's cool. like an it's like a it's like a, what could have been like yeah. that could have happened yeah and that's like amazing to think about mm. that and obviously it raises needed discussions of mm. today exactly uh but yeah it's a very fun show mm-hmm. to watch it and is. it also makes you question i think marriage mm. and the whole like I, I don't know, like, why why we have it. I think it, it makes you question it in the way that people or some people believe it to be for, like, the like here and now because, you know, happily ever after. That's kind of the message I grew up with, watching the fairy tales or happily ever after. Like, you find your Prince Charming or you find your one and yeah. it's happily ever after and, like you've, like, you make it work and, like, that's just how it is. But really back then from the show Bridgerton, which is a fictional show, but what they were what they showed was like a lot of the marriages actually they lived separate and they yeah. didn't even want to spend time with each other. Well, because it was a business transaction. <laughs> it was a contract. It wasn't for love. It wasn't a love match, mm. as they say with the Duke and Duchess. They're a love match, you see. And the, somehow they're a love match. I don't know how it happened, but like it was well, yeah, it was no, like crazy. Well, it wasn't you love. guys just gotta just watch, gotta watch it. it. Okay. <laughs> it was it ended up being in love. Oh my god, they really like dragged some of those storylines on a bit though. I tell you, like the whole like, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Anyway, just watch it. I won't spoil it. Another thing that I like about the show is, and I said this, the music. Like how um, a lot of the time they would play like modern day music but they did it in like a symphony. So like there was like the violins, the orchestra, and it made it, it it felt like it could have really fit in at the times back then. But then you're like, I know this song. What is this song? And then you're like, this is a Taylor Swift song. It's so good. <laughs> oh, and what about, okay, so this is very important, what it addresses, like how women cannot work. Mm. I love how they address that. Yes. Uh, so obviously there's one sister in the Bridgerton family who's like, I hate society and how it is. I don't want to wear a corset. I don't want to go. Yeah, Eloise, I love her. She's so cute. I know. She wants to just go and make her, like, make her own mark, Uh go work, do her own thing, learn, read, She doesn't want to, what is it? Like you, it's like a, you know, a debutante. debutante. Like she doesn't want to go and do any of that where you literally go out there and your mother parades you around mama 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 parades you around for the men oh to, my to then have a look at maybe talk to and then they come to your house like they knock on the doors oh and they're like i would like to see this person what do they call it again is it 
it's not courting. Even, well, no, it is courting. It is that. But, then but they say they, they caught something. something. Oh, God, I can't remember. It's so outrageous. But, you know, like how we are now mm. is like, you know, you can see little bits and pieces of it now. How, I mean, so often women and men will dress up to gain attention yeah. from the other sex or whoever they're interested in, like men, women, same sex, whatever it is. Like you do do that. And, I mean, like get it. Like it's like even animals do that. They go out and like dance through their, their wings. Uh, peacock. Yeah, they peacock. Yeah, so <laughs> humans do that too. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think what is wrong is when there's societal pressure. Mm. So back then it was like you have to. This is the way it is. You yeah. cannot not do it. And it, it was like a season. Like, yeah. you have to do it by the end of the season, the end of the ball season or whatever so it was. So much pressure. And it's like to find a man and then to be proposed to. Oh. And like, but then, wait a minute, the mamas don't even tell the daughters about sex? Oh, yeah, this is another big thing. What? So She doesn't even know. She doesn't even know, like, where babies come from. Oh, my. <laughs> she doesn't know how they're made. Then she doesn't know what sex is or anything about it. Absolutely nothing like, about surprise. it. Surprise! <laughs> your husband wants to do this to you. What? Yeah. What? But also, the, I think as well. Uh, you know, now it's definitely changing. But yes. I think you know that was still continued on. Like maybe just even one generation ago. Mm. I wonder what our parents learned in sex, sex, sex <laughs> education. Uh, and I, I often like think about what we learned in sex education at school. Oh, we learned. Like about period, I feel like we learn about periods. We learn about male ejaculation. Okay, so we learn about the male orgasm, orgasm. but we learn about female periods. Did we even learn about female orgasms? Uh, no, like we didn't, did we at no. all? So this is where it's like, okay, all right, like you got to be talking about this at yeah. school, I think, because if they're talking about male ejaculation orgasms. And, I mean, like, the men, like, the boys, like, they just experience it. Yeah. They wake up and they're like, oh, shit, what the yeah. hell? Like, it's so different for women. Yes. And this is why, I guess, like, people are doing more work in this field, like, creating their own products for kids. Yeah. Uh, and teaching parents how to talk openly to their kids because, I mean, we had no idea, really. Yeah, and I think it's so important because... Scrape, it, es- scrape the surface. Especially, like, and I'm glad that we put this, like as an explicit episode because like obviously if any um younger people are listening like this probably isn't like the conversation to have with us it's definitely one to have with your parents or your guardian maybe they want us to to talk about it maybe this is easier yeah this is easier make (laughs) us talk to your kids about Um, it what what are they talking about but i think um like when it comes to talking about pleasure like that's the biggest thing as well like we like I don't think I ever really learnt about that. I'm trying to think. I definitely didn't. So I like that people are doing work around that. I think in Sex and the City, oh, that's probably yes. where we learnt about it. <laughs> and like the like, rabbit. And I guess your rabbit. Friend, oh, <laughs> well, all the episodes. Like Samantha, there's yeah. one big education on yeah. pleasure. Like she, like that's her goal to go out and seek pleasure yeah. from men. Doesn't matter. If it's one man, it can be many men. Yeah. Uh, that's why that show is so good. It it crosses taboos, especially back in the 90s or whenever it was that it came out. Are you excited that they're bringing it back? Yes, but where's Samantha? No, Samantha's out. Yeah, She's I know. not coming She's back. She's not coming back. It's sad. Why? Anyway. But uh, I think it's a good thing. I think she was um, campaigning for it to, for her to be replaced like by a more inclusive 
oh. actor or actress. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Like, she's like, why are there four white women Oh, just sharing their stories? And really, Jeez. when you think about it, like, and there's lots of um, articles and things that show, like, how backwards really that was. And, I mean, it was, like, it was so long ago. But that's it, how far we've come. I know, in, the sh- in, like, the time. So I can, but just imagine, like, how yeah. it would have felt for, like, black people and Gee. people of colour to see that kind of show. And, you know, I think back to then and, and how naive and how privileged we are that mm. I had never even thought about mm. it. And that. That is white privilege right there, yeah. that we don't even think about it. Yeah. We didn't even question it. I was like, cool, there's a redhead. Yeah. That's inclusive. Yeah. See, that's like, and like, we don't, we can't feel shame about the past, but what we can do is learn, learn from, from it. it. I mean, we can feel shame, actually. No, we definitely can feel shame about human race. Yes. <laughs> like, what has happened within the human race is awful, terrible. Still is happening. Still is 100% happening. Mm. Uh, but we can learn from our own personal naivety yeah. and acknowledge that, you know, we learned what was put in front of us and sometimes we have to dig a bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that we started digging a bit yeah, deeper exactly. and listening to not just uh the information that came into my path. I, we started seeking other information mm-hmm. and it's so important. Mm-hmm. To not be so narrow-minded. Exactly. And shows like Bridgerton, like, help that ha- yeah. help that along. That's why it's a really good show. Well, so many new shows on Netflix do uh, with all the things, with people of colour, yeah. with, uh, with body uh, different, like, what, what do you call that? Um, body inclusivity. Yeah. So there's, like, large people, there's thin people, there's all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. now. There's all, all races. All races. There's all genders. Um, and... Yeah, uh, all sexual preferences. Yes, yes, yes. So it's very, 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 very amazing what they're doing. And I mean, this is, I guess, why art, because these series, they're they're art as well, and entertainment, art slash entertainment. This is why we need this, mm, and that's why I mean, this is why I really love watching shows like Bridgerton because, like, you can notice so many things like within mm. it, like even. I don't know. Did you notice the blue? The blue? Yeah. Like, at the end. Like, why were they all wearing blue dresses? Well, I thought it was either like, well, what does blue represent? It's like sad, I guess. Like blue face, Picasso. I always think about that. But it wasn't sad, so maybe no, like it was calm just calm, or it was maybe it was just literally to look aesthetics. Yeah. Maybe it was the their colors. I also thought, oh. like maybe that Dutch. I always say Dutch. It's Duchess. Duchess. And the Duke, the Duke and Duchess, maybe they have a colour. I don't know. Maybe she someone... did always wear blue. Oh. Daphne always wore blue. Is Are Daphne's blue the flower okay. or are they white? Look, if anyone is, like, in this, do they, they like, know why was know. everyone wearing blue. Yeah, and so another thing, so in the show, yeah, with uh, talking about pleasure and uh, sex and masturbation, the Duke said oh yeah like at one point in time like what do you do late at nine when you're by yourself and she didn't know that she could touch herself yeah and this is another thing like that obviously they weren't taught about back then and we weren't taught about i wasn't taught about i think in school Maybe not in school. Well, yeah, my- by your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by your friends at the recess or lunchtime. Yeah, mate, I can't remember. Or from Girlfriend Magazine like or Dolly Magazine. Parents, yeah, oh, yeah, Dolly Magazine. I'd learn about it in Dolly. They yeah. work with Dolly. And, like, I never had a conversation about masturbation with mum. No. 
we just didn't have that relationship. Um, Hi, mum. <laughs> you might be listening. <laughs> oh, dad too. Shit. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> we'll just tell him not to listen to this one. <laughs> so funny. Oh, who cares? Whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure dad has talked to us about mum and dad's sex life. So like now, now everyone on the podcast knows about it. Great. Anyway, we'll stop that. <laughs> they might not appreciate that. I'm sure they're laughing along with us. I hope so. Uh, but, yeah, no, I love the show. What else? Is there anything else to touch on? There probably is a bunch of stuff. Oh, what about babies out oh, of yeah, wedlock? yeah, of course. That's a big this one. This is a big one. Uh, so one of the girls falls pregnant to someone she loves, but he's not there because he's And they didn't the get married. They weren't married. And it is, like, the biggest deal. Well, it is. I could feel the the stress of it because once you are a woman in that, mm. uh, I guess, what do you call it, period, in that situation, you're in trouble. Yeah. So basically the person who was looking after this girl who had fallen pregnant was then trying to find like a husband for her really quickly before she sh- showed the baby, like could see that she yeah. was pregnant. Hurry, hurry up, get married, get married. Otherwise, you end up here, which was like homeless. She yeah. even took her to like an area where there yeah. were a lot of homeless people. And of course, like that's like extremely scary yeah. to see that. When we were watching it and like she was almost going to marry someone, we're going to give spoilers, sorry. Uh, I was, like, vouching for her to get married, like, 100%. I was more worried about her and her safety and the baby and being okay. And then I realised, but, yeah, that is deception to this poor guy. Like, that's awful. This is awful. This is a bad situation. And then in the end he said, like, if you had just told me, I would have done the right thing anyway, which is a beautiful thing. Because he loved her. I know. So it's, like, awful. His heart was broken. But then he went on an adventure, so. Yeah. And then, again, she said no again. I know. And I was the same, though. And, again, sorry, spoiler alert. I'm glad we put this in the show notes that it was a spoiler alert. Uh, I I was like, yes, you should say yes. I know when it was the other guy. The other guy. So she didn't love him, but he was offering her marriage to uh, To look after her her and the baby. I would have said yes. Me too. And Back then. (laughs) Because... Uh, like I don't know. Like you, as the that mother said, I forget all their names. Featherington. Yeah, the Featheringtons. Um, she said she didn't love her husband, but she loved her babies. Yeah. And you just got to know you're doing it for your yourself first and yeah. your baby because, like, she's having this baby. She tried to abort the baby herself, yeah. but the tea didn't work. And there was no because back then. There was nothing she could do for herself. Like she no. wouldn't be able to go and get a job. She wouldn't be able to work. Like so, and fend for herself. Yeah. And this is why and we'll touch on this far out. This is why abortion laws they need to be here. Yes. We need to have these laws. Yes. There's a purpose for these laws. Like a hundred percent. Because what about that bit when Daphne is like, Well, where's the man? Like he played a part in this. Where is he? No, he's just off. He actually had died though, so that's sad. Yeah. But this happens often though, men. <laughs> so, so what it's when he dies, like that's where the man is. But if the man hasn't died and he's just run off, <laughs> if he's just gallivanting okay. around the world, yeah. like it's your problem, you're the one with the baby inside you. Yeah, like that sucks and that's unfair. <laughs> I think it is a thing that needs to be very much talked about. Like, and also 
I think this is a, a big thing. Like men don't, some men, I should say, not all men, some men don't understand the 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 impact also of an abortion and like what that could like do oh, to the yeah. woman and how it actually affects their body as well and how traumatizing and it mental is. mental and emotional. Yeah, exactly. They just think it's just like a quick fix. You can just go do this if this happens. Yeah. And this is also why like conversations about contraception are really important, like with your partner or yes, with not your partner, yes. like whoever you're sleeping with. Like they're real. like it's an important conversation because I think sometimes like men don't understand the extent of what women do go through if they choose to have an abortion yeah like they think it's easy and also if they're so against abortion the impacts of having a baby baby. an unplanned baby would have and look guys like we know this topic is huge and we know a lot of you will disagree with what we say and you might be really against abortion and all we're asking is to have an open mind here Mm. and to know that everyone's story is so individual it's not about i think in this situation it's really important to not think about yourself. Yeah. Like, because we all each have our own morals and where we would draw the line and what our beliefs are. Yes. But, as you said, the girl next to me has lived a completely different life and I have no idea what she's been through and no idea. Yes. No idea. So So whatever choice she wants to make, she should make it. And and that's where, you know, like, we believe this to be true, that abortion laws should like it should be okay to have an abortion of course the freedom to have abortion it's mm. her body she can do what she wants but we are also we are aware that people have different opinions yeah. and that's okay when that that's your opinion for yourself and maybe like the in your family, family. whatever but everyone is different yeah so allow each and everyone to have an opinion in this space yeah and i think it's like you can't ever judge someone for whatever choice they make because you never know their full story yeah and i think that again is a great thing that they've brought up in this show yeah like discussions around this yeah of course i mean and more shows are doing it again so it's very good yeah (sighs) uh it's like well this like i I thought this was going to be such a fluffy podcast like you know bridgerton but no like they really did talk about some like important topics and yeah very and taboo and like uh i guess like because they just touch on it Mm. then it allows you to think and ponder we should talk about another thing actually one other last thing uh, because, you know, we are women and so obviously we were much focused on the women's story. Oh, yeah. But also – I love that you brought this up. The, the man or the men in the in the films, in the, in the series, they had the pressure of like supporting yes. as well and being the macho man and the – the one who couldn't show weakness and also the protector and the the breadwinner yeah and all of that and for the bridgertons like they lost their dad so then it, it fell on like the oldest yes. the eldest son yeah. and he didn't want it like no. he he didn't he wasn't having fun doing it no too, but he, so much pressure yeah and he, it was a very like high pressure for him and he actually loved someone else it was so sad it was really sad and but he couldn't be with her because of like that she wasn't in the right status or like the, the right, right class, class. yeah like societal class and if it had if Social he class. had been not the eldest like it probably yeah. could have been would have been a different story he could have yeah. been with her but well, because he was the eldest he had to be the person looking after everyone else and also 
marry in the right class, the right family. Oh, my God. Like, it's actually awful. It really is awful. And, I mean, because I was watching with Damiano, like, he mentioned, like, talking about that, Mm. like, how the men feel and Mm. how awful it is and how much pressure. And, I mean, me and him have had so many conversations about marriage and how, like, actually, like, when you really think about it, that it's ridiculous yeah. that if you love someone, you can just be with them. You don't actually need to marry them. No. You can just be with them. And it's the same thing, but you just don't spend a huge amount of money on a massive wedding. Uh, like, same thing, really. You could have a party. You don't even need to call it a marriage. You could have several parties. Yeah. I know. I could have thrown a party, like, every month. And yeah, if you like- really wanted to. <laughs> but uh, it was interesting hearing him talk about it and thinking about that and seeing mm. how it was. And so much pressure for men and even to this day, and this is why, again, feminism is important because it allows men to take off that pressure of I need to be the breadwinner, yeah. I need to look after my wife and my family, uh, it's my job, if if I don't do it, I fail. Uh, but more and more women are becoming the breadwinners of the family. More and more women are making just as much money as the mm. men. I mean, still say in some jobs they'll be in equality in pay. Mm-hmm. But within a family household, it might be the men staying at home and looking after the kids mm. and running the house. Yeah, I always think that with feminism, like, it's like people get afraid, like, oh, women, and they're trying to, like, do this X, Y, Z with feminism. Like, it's not about, like, us overtaking. It's, it's not about us hating men. Or hating men. Yeah. Like, it's, like, about working together and about equality for everyone. It's about dismantling what the BS is. It's about, like... Sh- like uncovering the the underlying stuff that mm. doesn't need to be there anymore. Yeah. That, you know, men and women can just be, like, equal. Yeah. But obviously we have our differences. It doesn't mean we're the same as in, like, our traits. And, no. like, our Like, we, we can still have whatever traits we are. And we're all individuals anyway. Like, gosh. But it's, like, more equality. Yeah. Which will allow for... More peace, I think. Yeah, and, like, because feminism then ripples out, like, it's not just, like, men, women. It's equality for human race. Mm. Like, that is, like, that's the real idea behind feminism as well. Yeah. Because, like, if, and which is, like, the most important thing. Yeah, it really is. Oh, my. <laughs> Bridgerton. Bridgerton. And all the Indeed. Indeed. I, well, how funny was it when she was, like, I am the author. Like, we're just like, why? Also, and who is narrating? Julie Andrews. Oh, I know. We have to talk about that just for a moment. We love Julie Andrews. Yeah, I saw her in as you did in the credits, and I was like, "Who is she? What's she doing?" And then I realized, "Oh, yeah, she's the narrator." But also, what about the costumes? So amazing. But I'm so glad corsets. Wait, corsets are back in fashion. Do not wear them, though. Oh they look God. so uncomfortable. Don't wear a waist trainer. What the heck, you guys? Like, you don't need you a need waist to breathe. trainer. You need, you need to breathe. That's what, what you, you do need to need do. is to be able to use your diaphragm to move your ribs like, to order, in order to get enough oxygen, in order I, to fuel your brain and your blood. Why did these waist trainers blame the Kardashians? Seriously. Okay, so if you do own a waist trainer, like, throw it in the bin. Seriously, like think about this. Like your ribs are how they are meant to be. Perfect. Exactly as they are. Like I have really big ribs. I have so barely a waist and that's okay. You, oh like, my God, imagine wearing a – I would be in so much pain. Like I can hardly handle like some 
unstretchy denim shorts. And, like, shorts. you just see, like, their chests, they can't breathe. Like, their breasts are, like, <gasps> down. <gasps> like, they yeah. can see they're, like, like, they're struggling to breathe. Yeah. And, okay, yeah, it looks great. But feeling better is so much more important. But also it was, like, the costumes were, were so just adorable as well. Because yeah. even though they wore the corsets, they actually wore, like, really tight and top then- bits, baby doll style, and then it just, like, was, like, a sack. Yeah. So I was like, well, the corset isn't really doing anything here. Yeah, interesting. I yeah. guess it's just for the, the bosom. Yeah. The true. breast. <laughs> exactly. But I did love the costumes. I loved the set. I loved everything about it. I loved the amount of money they would have spent on oh my the production God, of they this. They must have spent so much money on it. I was just like, that chandelier alone would be like thousands of dollars. Yeah, the dances, the music, the fireworks, the light. It was cool. I mean, historical romance. How can you not love? Like, historical romance is definitely add a bit of magic as well. They're my favorite. Like, that's why we love Outlander. And that's why we love, um, what's that movie? A Winter's Tale. Oh, I love that movie. It's so sad. I know. It's just cry too much. I know. God, it's one of my favorite movies. On the soundtrack. Oh, great music. Oh, my. Oh, well, okay. well if you've got Bridgerton. comments about this, if you've watched Bridgerton, we would love to hear from you. Wait, let's finish. Who is your favourite character? Ooh, that's a good question. I did love Eloise and Penelope. Oh, my God, Penelope's so cute. She was cute. so cute. I really liked Penelope. But I really liked Daph- Daphne as well. I know, I love Daphne too. And I like that she was like trying to be sexy as. Gosh, yes. Like, Where hello. did he come from? I think like, they're thinking he might play the next Bond Oh, wow, yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. I conquer. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you all next week. Have a beautiful rest of your day, evening. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.